Welcome back, welcome back. Red Lizzo Sports Talk, episode 32. Yo, yo, yo. This past weekend, we got to talk about the men's and women's Final Four, the championship games. Oh, man, what games were they? We're going to talk about coaches going out, coaches on the move. Uh, we got some FCS spotlight games, um, things that happened this past weekend, the implications with those. We got some QBs getting traded. We got some QBs. They might be, I don't know what this QB might be doing, but uh, we got another QB talk. Of course, we're going to talk about some um, NFL draft. You know, we, we we almost there, less than a month. Um, so, but we're going to start off, we're going to start off with um, the final fours that just happened. I'm going to start off with the women's. I know a lot of people don't like women's basketball, but I'm going to tell you right now, y'all are missing the point. If you're a basketball fan, you are missing the point because... A Stanford-South Carolina game was like watching old-school basketball. I loved it. I loved everything about it. The intensity, the hustle, the hard work, everything that everybody put into it. It wasn't people chucking up threes from half court. It wasn't all this chucking, 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 all the shucking and ducking. You know what I'm saying? They were doing backcourt courts, picks. They're doing all this, passing the ball, feeding the big man, kicking it out, making moves. That's what basketball is. I'm tired of all this, hey, I could throw it from way back here and I'm going to get five points. I don't care about that. We're not playing horse. We're playing basketball. It's a team game. You know what I mean? That South Carolina game with Stanford, I was cheering for South Carolina. I'm a Don Staley fan. UVA, she's a hell of a coach. I'm just letting you know right now, South Carolina is on the map for good. They will not change. Whoever heard of South Carolina before Don Staley got there? Exactly. Stanford, you know, they've been there with the Boomerkays and the girls that's on my Sparks team, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about the Sparks too much because my favorite player left. She went home to Chicago, Candace Parker, but I won't say her name, Candace Parker. I won't say her name, Candace Parker. Some of y'all might not even know who Candace Parker is because you don't know about real basketball, women's basketball. Pay attention to it. But what a heck of a game. South Carolina was one put back away. One put back away. From getting to the championship game, and I'm sure they probably would have won. But Stanford got it. Stanford put it in, and they won. Hard fought game. Great game. Next game was supposed to be a blowout. UConn, player of the year. Freshman of the year. UConn always wins. They get everybody. Gino got it. Gino was getting Kobe's daughter. You know what I'm saying? When she's young, that's how good UConn is. You know what I mean? They get everybody. Arizona can't even get in the hype video. It's four teams. You can't even get in the hype video. Really? Really? And Arizona fed off that, yo. They fed off all that disrespect. That little point guard, yo, she was a killer. Yo, I'll tell you what, man. She was fire. Yo, and then they beat UConn. I mean, it was crazy. We were sitting here watching it. And um, Derek, we were sitting here watching it. It seemed like Derek, every time Derek does some crazy stuff be happening, yo. Crazy stuff. Um... In the end, Arizona plays at Sanford. Started off strong. Pit Bulls. Pit Bulls out there. But um, Stanford was too big. But the grit of Arizona, the grit of them, still had one shot to win the game. Still came within one bucket. Yo, I, I hope the coach stays there. I hope she stays there with her alma mater and builds it up like Don Staley built up South Carolina. I hope so, man. Don't go jump into... Like a Tennessee, even though I'm a Tennessee, I like Tennessee women's basketball. Um, Shamika Holtzlaw was my girl way back in the day. Y'all probably don't know who that is. But, um, yeah, man. Um, 
Candace Parker. She was in Tennessee. Candace Parker. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I'm not bitter over that. But um, great women's Final Four. I mean, unbelievable. Go to the men's side. Baylor did what they were supposed to do. Uh, we didn't know they were going to do it like that, though, against Houston. I mean, God. And in the second game, we thought that was going to be the blowout. That's why that was late. They were like, yeah, we're going to put this game on late night, 930, because it's going to be over by 10. Everybody got to go to bed, you know what I'm saying? And then every time we thought Gonzaga was going to just blow it out, UCLA kept staying around, staying around. And the transfer from Kentucky and that little point guard, they set the blueprint for the next game. Because even though Jalen Suggs hit that shot that I kept seeing over and over again, which he deserves, you know, he's... He was Mr. Basketball in football and basketball. Alabama recruited him. Alabama wanted him. That's how good he was at football. That's how good you were at football. You all this in basketball. You're going to be a top three big in the NBA. You made a shot that's going to be seen forever in life. It's okay that you didn't win, Jalen Suggs. I think you're going to be okay. I think you're going to be okay. Hey, but look. I ain't going to doubt it, though. When Jalen Suggs made that shot, Derek. Remember, that's you again, baby. You was here. We was like, yo, what is going on? Because he was like, yo, it's going double overtime. And we were like, oh, what just happened? But I can't scream like that because my little nephew, Kanan, was at the crib. And uh, my wife was like, I like Kanan being here because Terrell doesn't scream as much with the sports. <laughs> hey, but wait till he gets a little older. I'm going to be screaming for him because he's going to be doing things. But anyway, yeah, man, what a game. That blue, I think UCLA showed the blueprint of how to punch Gonzaga because Baylor punched him, punched him again, need him, and knocked him out. I mean, they beat him up, yo. Them three guards and all three of them do something different. They all do, they all bring something different to the table. You know, you get one got speed, one got shots, and one got everything in the middle, and they all can do all the other ones too. It's crazy. It's crazy, Baylor. Coming from what they came from and that. That program with dude shooting them and they try to cover it up, trying to save us a drug dealer. I mean, it's crazy. If you don't know about the story, look it up. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so Baylor, Baylor basketball, like I said, they gonna win because they were battle tested. Gonzaga, they got players, they got players, but I think that not being punched in the mouth enough cost them that game. Baylor gets hit every time they play. Big 12, you got Kansas, Texas Tech, Texas. I mean, you got all these. Oklahoma State, you know what I'm saying? We got all these squads. And Oklahoma was solid all year, too. You know what I'm saying? So, it was Big 12. Like I said, I thought the Big 12 and the Big 10 was going to have three out of the four Final Fours. I was wrong, but the champion is Big 12. So, that's the way it is. So, Baylor Bears. And I think they're going to be solid. Um, Drew, their coach, his brother hit the shot. Dad was coach. I mean, hey, they got they got that in their veins, Joe. They ain't scared of nothing. So congratulations to them. The NCAA NCAA period the whole year. We got no Duke, no Kentucky in the in the in the um, tournament. Didn't matter. We still saw heroic upsets. We still saw all these things that you're gonna see forever in life. I mean, we saw all these big-time upsets, big-time wins, big-time people that you never heard of. You know what I mean? We saw Chicago, um, Chicago, uh, with Illinois or whatever, with Sister Jean. Them mugs were back. What a season. 
I mean, how did you do this with COVID? What a season. I'm impressed. Great job. Great job with that. So now we got coaches leaving now. It's over. Roy Williams said, I'm hanging him up. He got three He got three championships. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm not a North Carolina fan like Keith. I really don't like North Carolina at all. But them hiring Hubert Davis to take his spot, top notch. Top notch. Student of the game. Um, got taught by one of the best ever. Went to the NBA. He, his knowledge, he's going to be great for them. He's going to be great for North Carolina. Um, but Roy Williams. Even though I didn't like the university, I liked him. Um, as a former coach myself, for now, somebody said that I might be coming back out to woodwork. I got, I got, I got some nephews that's coming through the pipes. So um, I'm ready to get these three boys rolling. But anyway, anyway, he wore his, he wore his feelings on the sleeve, yo. You know what I'm saying? Win or lose, he might tear up. He's a man. He might tear up, though. He, that's how emotionally involved he was. That reminds me of me. That's the way I am. You know what I mean? If you can't show these people how much you care, they're not going to run through walls for you. You got to show them how much you care and show them that you will humble yourself and then humiliate yourself for their well-being. And that's what it was. And that's what Roy Williams reminded me of, you know, every time I saw him, he's red eyes, you know, taking his glasses off. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Baby. And now you're a Hall of Famer and a three-time champion. Salute to you, Roy Williams. Uh, another coach on the move. But this guy's just moving right down the block. Chris Beard. Derek, remember Chris Beard last year? He took Texas Tech to the finals. We're like, Texas Tech. And they almost beat Virginia. Straight up. They almost beat Virginia. So, hey, but he's going to Texas now. He's going right around the counter. Um, and it was all good. The AD did his little press conference talking about, yeah, we we appreciate the five years we had. We appreciate this. We appreciate that. And then he went off. was like, y'all can't believe you going. you going to Texas of all places. Rivalries. And that's what I'm saying. Certain rivalries in sports you just can't do, yo. Uh, when Emmitt Smith, when it, when he left the Cowboys, where'd he go? Arizona. If he done went to the Redskins, come on. Or like that sports in the commercial with Jorge Posada and David Ortiz, when David Ortiz puts that Yankee hat on and the mascot runs into the thing like, no, he just leaves like, no, no. Certain things you can't envision. You can't envision certain things. And I know people going to bring up Brett Favre. We're going to hear all that. Brett Favre. Brett Favre was about Brett Favre. He wasn't about no Green Bay Packers. He was about Brett Favre. You know what I'm saying? For him going to Minnesota. And he should have went to the Super Bowl. But anyway, he was being Brett Favre throwing that dumb interception. But uh, most of the time, it's about that villain stuff. You just can't do it. Just can't do it. But I salute you, Chris Beard. Do what's best for your family, huh? Do what's best for your family. Ain't nobody hating on that. Hope you win. Texas has been getting bad recruits, even though you had a better record. Maybe it is the coach. Good luck. FCS football had a big weekend. Heartbreaking weekend a little bit, though. Um, the big game was supposed to be JMU and Richmond. That was ruled a no contest. They didn't even play. But the key word was postponed. They postponed that because, remember, CA only gets one team to go to this playoff. This playoff that they got with this little spring format and all this stuff. Only one team makes it. So they, they better make that game up because it's three teams that's undefeated that can get that spot. VMI falls. Um, you know, they lost their start quarterback last the week before and they fell in the heartbreaker. But hey, they still got a chance to get that playoff spot to win their conference. So they're still in it. ASU, gritty game. They lost by seven. Fell to South Carolina State. Yeah, Shavar, I know. Mr. Alumni, Shavar Powell. Congratulations to you. Hey, it was good talking to you too, brother. Um, we need to do that more often, man. I love talking to you. Um 
congratulations on your new one too. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, ASU fell, but hey, we still got a chance. Still got a chance to win that swag. Get to the swag championship game, so it's not over yet. Um, we're just engaged. Hopefully, things are gonna happen for him. And uh, you know, just trying to get a swag championship ring, Marcus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, Drew Harlow. I'm going to go ahead and talk about a little baseball because I know you want to hear a little baseball. But, look, we only been a couple games in, so I ain't going deep down into it. I'm talking about two teams that's on a roll, one for the American Conference and one for the National League. All right? So, for the National League, I'm going to talk about the Reds. They started off 0-1. Now they're in a riddle five in a row. Is it who they playing or are they warming up? Are they going to be a sleeper team in that division? They're not picked to be higher than three. So, the Reds, five in a row. Watch out for them. The American League. Team started 0-3, and I don't like this team anyway, because in the AFC, in American, I'm cheering for the Yankees, because I'm a Mets fan, I'm cheering for the Yankees over there. But the Red Sox were 0-3, and they don't want four straight. Are they warming up? I mean, they got talent, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes, but um, we'll dive into baseball more and more as the year goes along. But we getting ready for the NFL and fantasy, baby. So the NFL, first big thing that just happened, Sam Darnold gets traded. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold got traded. They were talking about they might keep him. They might do whatever. Now we know with the number two pick, they will be taking the boy from BYU. If they don't, it'll be a super shocker. But Sam Darnold's gone, so you are taking a QB, regardless who you take. So what does that mean for Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater gets pushed around and thrown around like a leftover leftover meal from the day before. They're like, yeah, it tastes pretty good, but reheated, I don't know. It's like it's like Teddy Bridgewater. You went one year after you just signed you signed Teddy Bridgewater to make up for saying we're gonna let Cam Newton leave. But we got Teddy Bridgewater, we believe in him. And then the very next year, you go trade for Sam Darnold. Now granted it was just a third round pick, whatever, 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 and some other stuff. Which I wish my Washington team would have done that. But we're we're too stupid for that. But anyway. But Teddy Bridgewater's probably like, yo, like what happened? What's going on? I thought we had love. What happened? So now we're looking at where's Teddy Bridgewater going? Is he even going to be a starter? Is, is he will still have that pull? Is Sam Darnold better than Teddy Bridgewater? I mean, I, I would have to say as far as potential goes, I'm still rolling with Sam Darnold over him, Brandon. I know you asked that question. But I think, I mean, he had a new coordinator every year. You know what I'm saying? He He's had moments of, of like, oh, there he is. So... I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater, I think, I think he's limited in the things he can do. But I'm anxious to see what's going to happen. It's funny that we're talking about Sam Darnold because all the other times we're talking about Deshaun Watson. Like, who's going to trade him? He wants to be out. Hey, I bet you they were wishing they traded him a long time ago. Now, the reason why he wanted to trade to get out of Houston because he out here doing things. <laughs> Yo, you got 20 accusers out of you saying the same old things, bro. When it started like one through five, I'm like, man, y'all get off his money, yo, get off his money. Now I'm like, yo, dude, just just ease up, man. You're rich and famous. You don't need to like do this to women. You can go get whatever you want. Just do it the right way. <laughs> but 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 now that, now the breaking news. It just said um they're doing emergency hearings tomorrow to force the accusers to put forth their identities. So we'll see what happens. But a couple of them already start talking. A few of them already be out there like, yo, this is me, this is me, this is me. And he's a predator. I mean, they just said it straight up, like, you a predator, yo. A few of them already came out, so 
Anxious to see what happens with Watson. Um, I hope he didn't do none of this stuff, but you never know what people do. Um, so who knows how that saga is going to go. If they suspend him for a year, I'm watching him like Trey Ford. We'll, we'll sit out a year and get him next year. Dang, that's awful. I do care about women's feelings. I do. But I'm tired of my team not having a quarterback, yo. I want us to have a quarterback, please. Anyway. Anyway, all this pro day stuff. I ain't never seen so many pro day hype. We got one person doing a pro day and another person trying to copy his pro day but do better than this pro day and this pro day. Now Justin Fields talking about I'm getting a second pro day. And now the 49ers said we're going to come watch. Justin Fields getting the second pro day. You were supposed to be the number two quarterback anyway going into the year. You were supposed to be battling for the Heisman. You were supposed to win the national championship. You're Justin freaking Fields. You had a Netflix special QB1. You're Justin Fields. And now you got to do a second pro day because why? Why are you doing a second pro day? Because you don't want to be the number four, five, or six pick. You want to be the number two pick. Is that what it is? Or the number three pick? Is it messing with your ego? Why? Why are you doing that? You know you're going to be one of the top five picks, whatever, quarterbacks, and they're going to be one of the top eight. I mean, because, like, Drew, Drew Jimenez hit me up, and he was like, do you think do you think it's going to be five QBs in the top seven picks? And I said, there might be five QBs in the first five picks. That's what I told him. Um, so, so, Drew Jimenez, yeah. I think it could be five straight quarterbacks off the board with trades. You just never know. The only thing that I think could jeopardize it or jump in the middle of that is if somebody wants to go get Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Like if, if Atlanta says, nope, nope, I'm not trading nothing. I'm going to get Kyle Pitts. Or if Carolina at their spot, they're like, you know what? Eh, Greg Olson's gone. Eh, I'm going to get Kyle Pitts. You know what I mean? Kyle Pitts, is. I think he's going to be the first non-QB off the board. I think he's that, that good. But the last big Florida tight end that came out that was all hype like that, Anyway, going for going past that, but I think Kyle Pitts is a different kind of character than Aaron Hernandez. Put it out there. But um, I think people sleeping. People looking at the wide receivers from Alabama. Yeah, you got the Heisman Trophy winner. Then you got the one that should have won the Heisman Trophy if he didn't get hurt. Da da da. Jamar Chase. LSU. Jamar Chase. If the Bengals mess around and they got Joe Burrow last year and they get Jamar Chase, who's gonna be the next? Michael Thomas type player, I think. I think he's going to be one of them type receivers, like Michael Thomas type, or maybe a shorter Julio. You know what I mean? He's that type of like physical presence. Don't sleep. I think he's the number one wide receiver, so we'll see. Um, I know the Dolphins are trying to get him. I know the Bengals are trying to get him because they don't need QBs, supposedly, so... Well, see, I'm anxious to be less than a month away. The draft, baby. And some of the players are going to be up there, so it's going to be hype. We're finally getting closer and closer to normalcy. I mean, we still got a long ways to go, and a lot of things have happened in life. But we gotta, we're got we almost there, yo, almost there. Um. So one last thing I want to talk about, and this might be just me being petty. It might be just me being petty, but remember the show Detail? Detail, it's on ESPN Plus now. Remember, like, Peyton Manning be on there, like, going over things, like, on this play, da da da, da. That jump was good. That jump was good. I liked it. And then they went to the unthinkable. 
and got the greatest mind out there ever to do detail, Kobe Bean. Kobe Bean. When he did it, the players responded back to him trying to figure out things. Ask Jason Tatum. So you got Peyton Manning, Kobe Bryant. They're evaluating scripts. I mean, you're talking about Peyton Manning who's watching the defense changing things at the line. His mind is crazy. I want to see details with him. Kobe Bryant. I don't even need to say nothing about my man. You know how I feel about Kobe Bryant and his intellect. And then now I'm hearing right now the newest detail guy for football or college football or NFL, whatever it is, is Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow? And nothing against Tim Tebow. But please, I mean, I know people love Tim Tebow. I know it. He played minor league baseball for my team, the Mets. I know it. But this is detailed. This is where the elite minds come. And I'm not saying he don't have an elite mind, but if you're going to ask me a football player or a football mind right now to come talk to me, or I want to watch breaking down film and breaking down all stuff, and I hate to say this, but Tony Romo. I feel like when I watch a game and he's calling it, I'm learning more stuff than I know. I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, that's interesting to know that. I'd have picked Tony Romo. But, hey, to each his own, Tim Tebow. People love Tim Tebow. But I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to know more. I'd have took Romo. But, hey, thank y'all for checking it out. Check out my podcast on Anchor, Spotify, whatever. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, please. Spread the love. Spread the love. Send me comments, things that you agree with, disagree with, questions, concerns. Let's go. Come on. And pretty soon I want to do a show where I got multiple people on here. If you're interested, hit me up on the comments. Let me know or leave something on um, my podcast. All right. Relative Sports Talk. Thank you all.